your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Right, looking forward to this chat. We have two good friends of the show with us, Alfie Earls, publican, Lorraine O'Connell, general kind of guru, really, in some so many different ways, Lorraine. Um, please, Joe, please. It's a new year. It's a new me. And also Live 95's Tess Hughes, who was a misfortune to work with me. <laughs> Look at you. Uh. Happy, happy New Year to you as well, Tess. <laughs> How are we all doing, guys? Um, uh, Did did you... Oh, I have to say this now because there's always a row at home about this when I use this expression. Did you get over the Christmas? Because there's always this thing going on at home. It's not the Christmas, but we all say it's the Christmas. I got over the Christmas. I got under the Christmas. I got into the Christmas. (laughs) You love Christmas, don't you? I absolutely adore Christmas. Absolutely. I think it's the best So you'd have it 12 months of the year if you could. Oh, no, not that bad now. Oh, not that bad. Oh no, enough's enough joke. Just, but you know what? It's actually coming in too early now and everything else. They should condense it back. The end of November, the three, the whole month of December should be just Christmas. That's it. What do you think, Alfie? Yes, yeah, yeah. too early. Way too, too early. For it's way too early. Yeah. Do you like jingling your bells at Christmas, Alfie? <laughs> <laughs> but I know you did a lot of uh, great work over Christmas and people were very generous, weren't they, with the donations you were telling us about on the show? Yes, they were very good. Um, it started a bit slow and then people come on board with me. And uh, we looked after families who, as you know, with the tire peel, and also the homeless people with sleeping bags and food and that. And it went very, very well. And I, I just have to thank everybody that was involved and who donated. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks yeah. to everybody. Um, but the need was pretty obvious too, oh, wasn't it? the need, George, it's, it's bigger and bigger this year as it was from last year. Um, the amount of people who were just trying to survive it would frighten you. Uh, if you just take a drive around at night and see the homeless, uh, just go to those people and who's leave, sleeping indoors. And it's not just individuals, it's families. And there's children involved there as well. And there's buildings around there, Joe, that can be used. Um, there's, there's lots and lots of work can be done. And um, it's not like next month or next week, it's today. We need to do it now. And this is what these people need. I mean, for the first time ever, more than 4,000 children are homeless, including almost 150 in Limerick and Clare. I mean, when you think of I, children being homeless, especially. I would even go more than that, Joe, with those figures, you know. Yeah. I think it's over Ireland, is 14,000. Um, Joe, I, I'm, I'm a great believer in this is Ireland, Ireland, the Irish come first. Every bit, everything else after that is second. Now, I mightn't be liked for saying that, but we look after our own first. We have 14,000 14, Irish people, families, some of these families, homeless. Is, is it not possible to do both, Alfie? It is possible to do both, Joe, but we must look after our own first. We have to. And then, I don't mean throw all the refugees out in the street, don't take me wrong there, but you have to balance it, Joe. The scale isn't balanced. If we look at it, it's the Irish to suffering. And that's what's making people mad, Joe. Well, it's going to be, undoubtedly, I think we have a number of elections coming up in the next six months, and whether people like it or not, it will be a topic of debate, and we'll certainly uh, get to that um, in another forum on but, uh, on, on Limerick today. Sorry, Joe. As, as we know, when it comes to elections, the promises are made, they're not kept, and they're broke. 
So we don't want election promises. We want action. We need action. Well, from, I, I might, you know. I might, I might get you into debate. I maybe I'll stand <laughs> in, 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 one, in one of the elections. Um, are, are you? Well, we're at a point in the month where I believe I heard Mark say on the breakfast show this morning with Katrina that this is the weekend when most people drop their New Year's resolutions. Tests. Do you have them? Do you believe in them? Are, are you determined to stay with them? If you do, I have a lot of very strong opinions on New Year's resolutions. I think the worst thing you can do at all is have a New Year's resolution that's actually a result. This idea of like, I'm going to get fitter, be healthy, lose weight. That's a result of multiple steps. It's kind of silly. I do a couple of personal ones, but it's mainly I have a reading goal every year. I hit it last year. I'll try to hit it this year. Um, I want to do a bit more like that. And then I like to be able to maybe say, I'm going to commit to signing up for a thing. That you can do. That's very easy. And I think it's much more easy to do something like that than have a result. Like, I love the idea of signing up for a thing. But like, if that's all you do, the signing up bit, I mean. Well, I mean, if you sign up for, for example, I do a dance class. If you sign up for the dance class, you're in for seven weeks. Right, that's okay. okay. So you, you were talking about carrying through the commitment for the seven weeks. I'm yeah, not yeah. paying money for something and then not doing all seven <laughs> weeks of it. I'm getting my money's worth. But Tess, do you think about this before Christmas and go, well, I'm going to make out a little list now for my New Year's. Now, at my age, I'll just go with the flow. If I can make it into the New Year after the Christmas, I'm, I'm delighted. Would you, would you actually start thinking, I'm going to do this in the New Year, I'm going to do this in the New Year? Do you not think that's actually mapping out your life a bit? Well, I don't really expect anything major. That's my biggest thing, is it's just to kind of a steer myself straight. And people say, oh, you could do it any time of the year. And I'm like, yeah, I just like to have an excuse to do it. So, Well, I mean, I, I often think that too, when, you know, when people would say to you, like, where do you expect to be in five years? Hopefully alive would be would be my main. If you join the club. <laughs> would be my main answer. Or only a vineyard in my case. <laughs> I mean, five-year five plans. I don't know. That's I, age though, Joe. Is it? I'm sorry now, that's age, yeah. Is it? I, I think it's an age thing. What do you think, Elfie? It can be true. It's my love matter. Are you just lucky to get out of bed in the morning? <laughs> and when you say age, you mean when your younger five-year uh, plans seem realistic, realistic. and possible? and yeah. When you turn a certain age and you get to that sort of stage in your life, you're yeah. thinking, right, I get up in the morning, I can get out in the morning, put a smile on my face. I mean, I get up in the morning and I just go, oh, shake you out. You're going to have a great day to say, love you, girl. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, I to start with is. that positive And that's what vibe. we need more. We need more yeah. positivity. There's so much negativity going on and everything else. We need to get out there. And you know what? Even the smallest things, getting the bus in this morning to visit you, Joe. And there was a guy on the, the bus and it just, he sat down beside me, an old guy, a great guy, good morning. I said, good morning. And we ended up having a conversation. That's nice. You should have seen the face. He just lit up inside. It's Sorry, great. he probably said, who the hell is your watch? But stop. it's good though. I think it's it is. Good. It's, it's, I think it's, it is, yeah. it's good. Now, now um, as a younger person, would you be a five-year plan individual at all or... No, 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 not really. I think it's also uh, not to be particularly grim, but I feel like a lot of five-year plans are like, I'm absolutely going to get a house in five. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you'll be lucky to get one of this. Dish. Exactly, that's what I mean. It's, it's. I think it's. Yeah. It's a bit. Uns- it's a bit uneven at the moment. It's hard to make a five-year plan. So, did you make any resolutions, Elfie? No. Oh, I, I that was short tweet. No. And, and the thing is, Alfie, uh, we were talking about this during the week on the show. Um, Gen Z, one of the younger generations, and there there was some back and forth around aspirations for them, you know, getting on housing ladders versus some older people who were saying, oh, I can't work with Gen Z types because, you know, they're not committed and they don't work hard enough. But is that just 
the way it always was. You know, did did, like, did our parents say it? And you know, will the next gen, the next gen, that's just life. Yeah, yeah. If you go back, we say a person said thirty years ago. I said Mark is thirty years ago. Uh, the work was different. Uh, you know, different um, a different time. Now they're more educated. They know exactly. They have a plan for their life. They make it out. Every day is a plan. Every month, they plan and plan and plan. So they know in 15 years' time, 30 years' time, they'll have the markets paid. They know how much they have to pay. They know about work. They're, they're committed to work. They're their work. They're but, I mean, but what about the the famous quote from the boxer, Mike Tyson? You know, everyone has a plan to get hit in the face. I mean, isn't that the reality of life? Yeah, but not everybody gets hit in the face. If, if, you're, if you're lucky. My experience of life now, Alfie, <laughs> is that there are a fair few whacks in the face. So I got more whacks in the face than Mike Tyson. <laughs> And you're still good looking, Alfie. You're still good looking. You're still good. What about this study in the UK that found almost one in ten people wash their towels just twice a year, with men five times more likely to clean their towel just once a year? I mean, I mean that's disgusting. It is. And it had to be a man. What can I say? Well, I can't see how that's true because the very minute you finish your bath towel, you're either put into the laundry basket or you open the washing machine, you put it in so it's washed. Um, I, once a year, I, I just can't. No, I, I can't do that. I struggle, I struggle. I, I, struggle I can't do that. What do you think, Tess? Give her a tissue, queen. <laughs> <laughs> especially because, like, do you not notice that it's damp? And then, especially, like, I don't know, in Ireland, when all the houses are a little damp anyway, after a day or two, it, it just feels gross. gross. Oh, no. I live in an apartment and they're always damp. So. But you ever remember years ago, your mother, something dropped. Like, I remember my mother, something dropped to the floor, but this is a two second rule, and she, she literally spat in her <laughs> and put it back into your mouth again. I do think. We have a slightly higher immune system than the youngest. You can be too, too clean. Oh, and now it's on, down to I'm getting it in there. I'm getting it in there. I think you can be too, too clean. Tess is going, why was I brought in with these three <laughs> this, mor- this morning? Tess quite rightly pointed out during the break about Socrates. Oh, oh I yes. knew you and, bring and, this and, and Alfie and I thought that he was a Brazilian footballer, which I think he was. But you're going back a bit, you're going back a bit farther than that, aren't you? Oh, it's just there's this famous quote from Socrates who was complaining about the young people, how they love luxury and they love not working and they love all of these things. And if it was happening in ancient Greece, I think we'll always be complaining about young people. See? But they were probably the rich ancient Greeks. <laughs> well, there's well, a big difference well, there. That, I say they were that's probably, probably, you if know? you had the time to be a philosopher in ancient Greece, you probably were pretty uh, wealthy. Yeah, no, yeah, I think so. a lot of those philosophers lived on, on the streets. On the oh, well, that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> well, probably abs- the good absolutely. Ones. Um, so I want. Oh yes, I want to talk about this interesting um, uh, report from the SRI, the Economic and Social Research Institute: single sex schools and mixed sex schools. And the SRI says that the research shows there is no academic advantage for teenagers attending single sex or mixed sex schools. What do we reckon? I went to um, two single sex schools, uh, one after the other. Um, I think I really loved my time in them. I had the option when I changed school, uh, my mom asked, do you want to go to a mixed school? And I said, absolutely not. I don't want to deal with them. But um, I find there's certain levels of, yeah, I think academically, if you're a good studier, you're going to be a good studier no matter where you are. But there's certain advantages I find, I don't know about a boys school, but in 
our girls' school, there was always an emphasis, emphasis on girls going into physics and into sciences. It was really pushed as something that it's not encouraged a lot of the time, but they always made sure there was a physics class. I got a chance to do technology and it was, I think, pushed a lot more rather than girls being afraid to go into a class that was mostly boys. So I think that is definitely an advantage with an all-girls school. But I think mentally, if you have a mixed class or mixed schools, I think it develops the person more because you're challenged a bit more from a boy's side of it into from a girl's side, I think. What do you think, Elfie? Yeah. Um, what you find about mixed schools as well, then, you have the boys are not, I won't say not as clever as girls. They're stupid. But you're trying to say stupid. <laughs> what did you say? Elfie, are you abandoning us? It sounds like it. It's... The girls seem to study a lot more and a lot harder. You see, I, I wonder if that's true or is that perception I, I or is that some young lads who don't want to be seen to be studying but actually are? Or, I you know, I think the girls are ahead of the guys when it comes to. I schools. do think women are slightly more clever than men, Joe. I have to say that now. <laughs> Looking at me, of course, yeah, thanks. Well, I have to. You're across the way from me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at that. feel straight in my neck. Well, well, I think the one big. Um, development of the last 25 years hopefully is that there is this opportunity for uh, women to explore careers that traditionally for no good reason were closed off to them Tess I think that's definitely I think it's more common now in mixed schools to have that push either way if that makes sense there was a really big academic mm. push in our all girls school but I think it's happening more and more in mixed schools for just a general equality which I think is important I was lucky I did a lot of extracurriculars that were mixed afterwards right? so I never really had a problem but I do know people who did find it a little difficult to socialise after being in either an all girls or an all boys school I have friends who went to both and they do say it does make a difference in but some ways But do you ways. think that the parents that the parents like when I was school, you, well, we were told you went to this school that was it. Yeah. But you think as the, the children are getting older, maybe even to second school that they have a slight choice rather than the parents picking it for them do you think it's getting, even to stage maybe primary school, that they want to, that the kids will pick and go, well I want to go to a mixed school, I want to go to a girls school Possibly, or an yeah. all. I, I think, think it's, it's getting open. like that I think it's yeah. a lot more open and the children yeah. I think are a lot more vocal and clever now than, than we, now, we were told to go here Now we were chatting during the week about the fact that it's still, and again there's a kind of a, um, a, an increase in the demographics of young people at that age again in Limerick and the common application system for secondary schools come back into the equation and which choice you're going to get, so you know sometimes unfortunately people don't have mm-hmm. uh, the discretion. I must mention, and we were talking about it earlier in the show as well, and uh, during the week, uh, that the World Rally Championship, this is just subject to government funding, but we're being told it will come to Limerick in one of the years between 2025 and 2027. 250,000 visitors, huge TV exposure, um, based be based at Limerick Racecourse. You know, I mean, it's a big deal with the Ryder Cup not far behind it, isn't That's it? it yeah. You know, there is a bit of one way street. It's going to be lots slower getting out there, isn't it? I'm sorry. Well, well, not only one way street, but but you make a great point because um, I'm not being funny. uh, No, no. But Morris from from uh, Limerick Motor Club was saying to us that they are hoping to run uh, one of the legs uh, around County Limerick, but maybe include parts of the city as well. Well, since it's a one way, they might as well at this stage. (laughs) <laughs> well, I gotta no, like, there's a difference between that now and running rally cars around and high, and high speed. I wouldn't know, George. Uh, run around. <laughs> one, one system. But it, it, no, it's a dangerous sport, but it's a very exciting sport. I mean, anyone who's watched it, isn't it? It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. And it'd be great for the city as well and oh, county. It'd be brilliant. But two big main events. 
the Ryder Cup and the rally be fantastic well you're going to have the, the, the golf of course yes and a lot happening in the build up to that at 27 mm. and then probably I, uh, Morris from the Motor Club I sound like he's my best Pat Morris from the Motor Club <laughs> sent to me earlier that uh, it, it might they're looking maybe 25 or 26 because yeah. clearly they can't run the Ryder Cup no, and the rally yeah. in the same no. area yeah but it'd be nice like if they were with a year within one another two major events like that very huge and Alfie, do you think we'll be around for the both? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking one day at a time. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Okay, guys, listen, thank you very, very much for coming in. It's been fabulous to have uh, you. Great to have Alfie Earls and Rain O'Connell here and our own Tess Hughes. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.